Welcome to Coach SG and Friends, where we discuss topics that help you have a better relationship with yourself and others. I am Coach SG, otherwise known as your joyful friend. I'm a relationship coach and life mentor, an entrepreneur and speaker. I'm based out of Los Angeles, but originally from Brooklyn, New York. I love great music, deep conversations, and inspiring people to live their best emotional lives and create their most amazing love story. Let me introduce you to my two friends, Janessa Rose and Lisa Miranda. Janessa is the CEO of Motivational Monsters, a nonprofit that helps people activate mental health and emotional well-being through creative arts. She is the author of How to Stop Being an Effing Bum. Bum stands for Broken Urban Mentality. She's been dubbed the Tony Robbins slash Cardi B of motivational speakers, and she calls herself the Galactic Goddess. Lisa Miranda is an actor and creative director. She's also dabbling in producing. She is based in Miami, New York, and Paris. She is a world traveler who speaks several languages, who loves life, good people, and good conversation. So we want to welcome you to our podcast. Let's get started. You know, it's interesting because I, I got to a point where I felt like I was letting people guilt me into so many things that I had like a family member who wanted a better relationship with me. But the way she was so aggressive about it, like just like harassing me about why I don't see her when I'm in town, just talking to me like we're fighting. And so right. I was just like, no, no, like you're not going to bully me into a relationship. Leave me alone. And and I've just been thinking about that recently because I, I think now I would, would respond to something like that different. But I think I compounded guilt and doing things out of letting people make me feel guilty. Like I had I literally did something once where I had dreams the night le- nights leading up telling me not to do that thing for that person. And I still did it because they just kept to ask you. And I just, I stayed in that low vibration, did it. When I lived with a, con- had to deal with the consequences, my friend said, yo, you had dreams about not doing this? How the hell did you still do it? And, and, and now I think how crazy, but just letting people like lead you instead of um, using your own intuition and and coming from a place where you feel full instead of like depleted like i only know how to like react hysterically right <laughs> and, and you know what? And that's that's because it's become a habit so you know people that's you know that's how habitually they are but they're not going to change if you're not changing well, but everything that she's saying is like wow how how does it feel to be that person like <laughs> The other person, right? Like, <laughs> we think about being bullied into it, but what about you not realizing that you're the burden? You know, maybe this woman, your cousin, doesn't even know that she, that her approach is um, annoying or off-putting yeah. or uncomfortable. Right. You know what I mean? That they're just this is their way of expressing interest or care or, or concern or whatever it is. And if she has no clue that she's coming off burdensome, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, I said it in the combo. You're not going to let, you're not going to bully me into being friends with you. Yeah. But maybe you she know? doesn't realize that, right, that right. Bully, you know what I mean? Like, she's like, probably like bully. Like, I miss you. I love you. I, I'm, I'm just saying, you know? Yeah. What about, 
the purse for the people. I, that, that's just what came out of my mind. Like, what about the people who feel that don't realize that they're burdens? Also, when you feel like someone is a burden, that means something's going on with you too. Because right now, if she calls me with that same energy, I wouldn't handle it much different. But at that moment, it was just so much things layered, so much me taking stuff that I really, not taking care of me, carrying so much weight that didn't belong to me, not letting, not having any idea of what self-care meant, that it was just like, no, not on top of everything else. Sit down, little girl. This is why I think that we should really you know, disconnect from people until we get ourselves in a high vibration to have a conversation because, and understanding what we want to get out of the conversation. Because a lot of times we're just fighting each other. We're just like, you know, uh, you say one thing, I say one back, or, uh, you know, you blame me for something and now I'm defending myself. And this is a waste of energy. It really is a waste of energy. The, The way we get through it is by being in the solution. And most of the time, We are upset about something, feel like we're not heard about something, um, and feel like the person is, is deliberately not listening to us. So we, you know, we go in this way, but really what we have to do is come back and go like, you know, I don't want to guilt anybody into, you know, being with me, doing stuff for me. I don't want to be revengeful. Um, I don't want to blame them for my emotions because if I blame them for my emotions, that means that they control how I feel and they've already always got to, you know, they've always got to jump around and do shit for me so I feel better. So if I know that my emotions are mine and I get to feel however I want to feel, it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. And I disconnect and I take care of that. And then I come back to the, you know, come back to the conversation with the end result in mind, which is to find a solution Then I'm talking about what I need from you. I'm saying how much, you know, the things that I do appreciate about you. And I'm trying to allow you to hear me because when I'm in blame and when I'm in guilt and when I'm in revenge, nobody's listening to anybody because they're on the defense, you know, and they're saying, you know, you're like, you did this thing to me and you could be true, right? It could be true, but they're going to tell you how they're not doing it. Right. And then that's what you're in instead of like, okay, it doesn't matter if you meant to do it or not meant to do it. It's not okay. So how do we change, (laughs) you know, this thing that's activating stuff within me? And that's the thing that, you know, I am still learning. Um, I, I do it way better than I used to, but really I always thought it was just, I had to communicate it the right way. They just couldn't hear me. But it wasn't that they couldn't hear me is that they're a different person. They have different beliefs. They have different experiences. They grew up differently. They don't see it the same. And no matter what I say, how I say it, the effective words I use, um, they're still not going to see it the same. So does it really matter that they see it the same? Or do I want them to just say, I don't care if you see it the same. This is bothering me. And they go, I didn't mean to bother you. So what do I need to do to adjust where we can meet each other in the middle? And we're done and we moved on. But usually that's not what happens. We stay stuck in where we we have friction. Yeah. And you know what? Let me tell you something. The reason why a lot of people stay stuck in the friction is because the the real result has nothing to do with wanting to please one another or wanting both parties to be happy. It's really over saying, I need you to be this for me and I'm fearing losing you. So I'll either ignore that 
and continue to go on and continue to play this game knowing it doesn't serve me, knowing it doesn't serve you. And that's why we stay in that stuck space. Because let me tell you, the truth of the matter is when you're really in love with somebody or you love somebody and and any relationship you have, even if the relationship is built off of respect, you will allow them to have what they want. Even if you know it doesn't go, you know, right for you. You're like, all right, well, listen, I'll remove myself. You know what I'm saying? And it's hard. It is hard. To hold on to it is really because you're fearing being alone or the result of them liking what they they want and not wanting you. It could because that's a, a harder reality too. Like right. I don't know if that's coming off correct. I don't know if people can understand what I'm saying, but you know what I mean? It's like, well, all right, well, how about this? Like for for revenge. Well, I need you to answer the phone every time I call. I don't care what you're doing, where you at, what time of the day is, what's at the job. You need to pick up that phone or get, let me know that you got the call. You can't, you're going to call me back or whatever. Now, other person's like, but I don't, that doesn't work for me. I can't be urgency. Like my urgency can't be to answer the phone so that way you're secure. And I, I need to be free to do that. So like, if I don't call you for two, three days, I don't know what to tell you. All right. Well, if that's how you operate, you can have that, but right. I can't be with you. But a person's not willing to do that because then that would be like, oh, well, you know, they preferred it like that. They don't call me anymore. I don't speak to them anymore. And they're more scared of getting that result, you know, and and, and facing that reality that they're not reciprocated in what they want rather than allowing the person to have their freedom and say, oh, this person doesn't, you know, we're not for each other. And I I want to add to that. I want to add a couple things because I feel like I have a different belief around whether people love you or not, however they're behaving, because I think just like we were just saying that, you know, they may have grown up in a situation where love looked different. So our meaning of love is a little bit different. So my, my meaning of respect might be different than your meaning of respect. So it doesn't mean that they don't love us necessarily. It just means that they're doing the best that they can where they are. And this is what they've learned up until this point. So I don't need to take them personally necessarily, but I do need to be able to communicate what I need. And me me communicating my needs doesn't mean I need you to answer the phone because that's not my need. (laughs) That's me telling you what your behavior needs to be so that I feel better. My need is I need connection. I feel like I'm not connecting to you. And every time I call, you're not picking up the phone. So how do we connect? That doesn't let that doesn't put people in a defensive position. Mm. What that does is that allows them to listen. Because when when somebody says to me, I need you to pick up the phone. My first thing is I don't need to do nothing. (laughs) I don't need to do any of that. Right. So now it looks like I don't care about them. But because the approach was wrong. Right. The approach was (laughs) put me in a defensive (laughs) <laughs> the, the post put me on the defense. So my need is really about connection. It's not about what I need you to do to pick up the phone because that may not work for you. You may be in an office. You may be with some other people. You maybe you don't want to be on the phone that much. So if I said I need connection with you, you're going to listen in more than I need you to pick up the phone. You know, yeah. so I think those are the things. It's not just love. It's like we have different meanings about stuff. And then the how we approach our conversation sometimes is um, it puts people on the defense. And, and so we've got to learn how to communicate in a more of an empowering way 
that allows people to listen and doesn't put them, you know, in like, like, who do you think you talking to? <laughs> you know what? You know, but when they are that way, you know where they are energetically because it's not just the words that they say. Like, I know if someone says something like that to me, there it, it gives me information about where they are, you know, and 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 usually it means that I'm going down. Um, like a path that's not going to work for me. So I think if people, it's like important to clean up your language, but I think it's even more important to clean up that energy. And because as long as it's, you know, you have this, this, this overbearing need to control. Right. You're still going to have problems no matter how you word it. Right. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying, I think you just, you need to disconnect and get your energy right before you have a conversation. Because if somebody says something to you and you respond, you know, you react like, who do you think you're talking to? That already, <laughs> you, said, you know, you said, you set up a new path, but right. you know, we're also not perfect. Right. So if you've been having a hard day and you've been on some calls and some shit happens and now they're like, you need to pick up your phone. You might not go. All right, let me disconnect and get my stuff. You might say, I don't want to have this conversation right now. You may hang up the phone, right? Mm -hmm. But I think there's so many nuances. It's really about like how long you've been in a relationship. You know, do you really know, like, do they normally act like this or is this is just they're having a tough time? Maybe they really need you at this point. And you, you may be able to recalibrate and not need to do it perfectly. But I think it's really important that you always take care of yourself. You master yourself, you master your own energy because how, whatever you're engaging with people on, you're matching that energy. So they can't be cutting up and doing the most and whatever. If you're not matching that energy, if you're engaging with them, you're matching that energy. Well, how do you help people who like for me, I have a lot of family members who have, who are caught up in these kind of cycles, right? Some people closer than others. And right. I get, you know, you, you got to mind your business and not try to help anyone who doesn't want help. But it's also at the same time, you have people that you love and that have been blaming someone else for their life for longer than you've been alive. So how do you, when you bring joy, when you want to bring love to a relationship, how do you then deal with with people who might not even know that they have a cycle of this, you know, um, because I know for me, I've never been able to fully um, get through the other side with some people that I love because they're still blaming other people for stuff that happened before I was born. Right. Well, I, I, I think I, I understood the question is, how do you help people who are sitting in blame? You really can't. You know, they've got to acknowledge that, you know, it's it's a. Uh, it's harmful to them and if they want to get better. But I think where we and me, I'm still learning at this too, where we have to get better is that we have to be more curious than judgmental. And that's a hard, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> you know, I, I used to think I was not a judgmental person until I started doing this work. I really <laughs> thought I wasn't judgmental. I realized that might be one of the things I am the most when I look right. deeply into me. Right. Well, I, I, so here's what I would say is, this, uh, so I've got a say I have a family member that's in blame and I know it's keeping them stuck and hindered um, in some way, right? Or limited in some way. You know, I have to figure out like, how can I inspire them to want to see it differently? Because you can't change people's behavior. 
even with coaching, I don't coach behavior. You know, I'm trying to see the God in you and figure out what it is in your spirit that's going to get you to move, right? So if I'm talking to somebody who's in blame and whatever, then I have to get curious. Like, you know, does this make you feel good when you, you know, when you, um, when you blame them? And if they're like, yeah, but there's a, there's a, I, I understand that. I understand. You are right. You're right. Whatever they did made you feel some type of way, but it only affects you. So, you know, do you want to be in joy or do you want to be right in this situation, you know, or what's some, what are some things that you can do to, um, to see this differently? Because then that doesn't put them in blame. If I said, you know, what can you do to, to stop blaming them for everything? You know, they're not going to listen to that. (laughs) 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 You know, you got to find, you got to find what it is that inspires them to want to move differently. You know, doing things my way, doing things the way that everybody else does them is not the way to influence people. It's figuring out a way that works for them and being able to inspire them to move in a different direction. So I don't know if I answered that question, but. But is that something you actively do or is that something that's energetic as well? It's both, you know, because. You know, the more that I do the self-work on, you know, on myself, I realize that I'm a good person. When I, when I think negative thoughts about myself, I'm, I'm disconnecting myself from my spirit, from my soul. So when I do all this work to, to, to connect to that, that um, higher vibration in me and I know everything is working out for me, when I know everything's working out for me, I know everything's working out for other people and that we're having this exchange because of whatever reason we're we're energetically um, connected right now at this moment, so we can connect on a high vibration or we can connect on a low vibration. So I decide I want to connect on a high vibration. I know I cannot change anybody's behavior. I know that. I know that. I know that. So because I believe that, but I can change their perspective. So so that's what I focus on. I don't focus on making them different. I'm focused on changing their perspective because once they change their thinking, they change their emotions and they, you know, and that affects their behavior. Mm. Yeah, that was that was really great. Um, what you just said, how you broke it down. Uh, the part I wanted to add to is, you know, when you said we could stay connected on a high or a low vibration. So being that we're talking about dismantling the revenge, there's so many people who disconnect from the physical aspect, the action of having a relationship, but energetically are always still connected and they choose to be angry and revengeful constantly within the separation still. Um, And this is, this is how revenge shows up a lot, especially with um, anyone you, you fall out with, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, ex friends, you're like, yeah, I don't hang out with them no more, you know? And it could be just that the time is, you know, served that it's at an end, but you're like, well, that's because, you know what she did? She did this or he did this or, you know, and you stay in that, that cycle and that blame. So you're still energetically connected to them and your choices is to stay low, but you don't have to. You can totally right. say this doesn't serve me to judge them, to, to still stay in this frequency of, well, they didn't reciprocate the love or they didn't have respect for me or they didn't um, honor our friendship or whatever, whatever. You stay in that as you choosing to be low or you can change the perspective of your, your own self and say, you know what? It was just over. Uh, this relationship didn't serve me anymore. I wasn't serving them. 
you know, because that's another thing. Sometimes we're in connections with people that we know are good and we're like, yo, they're great, but I wasn't going to serve them. You know, I wasn't going to serve them for their best and their most highest of they could have done better. Not that you're not best for you could have chose to be good for them, but you were just not in that space and time. Like I wasn't going to really give them what they needed. So it's best for them that, you know, we've come to this. It's not that, oh, they didn't want to do this and this and that for me. So, you know, it's all these small parts, but the choosing of whether you stay on a high vibration or a low vibration is it's a key because energetically we're still connected even even after we physically separate right i love that love that being in 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 guilt and blame and and revenge you know really is there those are negative emotions right they're disempowering emotions and they're lower lower vibration so if you are engaging in that then you're in a lower place and that's okay it's not about judgment it's just about knowing where you are it's it's really about guidance right so it's about going okay so if i'm feeling revengeful if i'm feeling like they've done something to me and i'm feeling you know guilty about whatever that's a negative place to be so i need to get myself into you know, I got to do what I can to get myself into a higher vibration. And you can't, you know, go from revenge to I don't care <laughs> tomorrow. That's not what's going to happen. You might have to go from feeling revengeful to just like, I need to take a nap because I'm ready to snatch this person up. <laughs> I need to drink some coffee. I need to watch some shows. I need to do, I need to disconnect until I could get myself in a place because once you're in that, there's nothing good. It's, you're, you're creating your vibration for what's coming up next. <laughs> and, and it's so funny that, you, that you're saying that, right? Because like I, when I'm hurt, when I'm angry, when I'm confused, whatever my funky shit is, it used to be attack, blame, judge, and drag if I needed to. <laughs> And in that order, right? In that order. Maybe not. Maybe drag come first. Well, let me tell you. But um, I've learned to create when I'm in this space. So I'll transmute the pain. I'll, I'll, I'll use the pain as a, uh, as a form of like analytics. Uh, analytics. Like I'll, I'll, I'll just go and, and go through things. But I'll start to create. And um, even after releasing things, letting things go, the the possibility of staying in that in that vibe of choosing to be low could even be like them going through something and then all of a sudden they, they're having a bad moment. You hear about it, you learn about it, you like, good for them. That's the same energy of, of the revenge. You know what I'm saying? Or here goes another uh, example of how people stay in the energy of they choose to stay in a low vibration is I'm a... I'm a Watch, I'm going to do all the things they said I couldn't do. I'm a, you know, sometimes you go into the setup. Oh, I'm going to look the way you want it. You want a girl to look? Or I'm going to act the way you wanted a best friend to act. Or I'm going to be a best daughter to somebody else. Whatever. We, we come up with these weird things where the revenge is still taking place after you physically remove it. But you're choosing to stay in these low vibrations. And then there's, there's ways, the higher vibration is often the hardest one, you know, because it's like, oh, I want them to be happy. And it's not just saying it, that's the action. 
But you know what I mean? It's really getting into that place of I forgive, I let go, I release. I want them to have what they want for themselves, even if what they want for themselves isn't serving them. And and to be okay with that. That's the hardest thing. And, and you know what I mean? And because you don't want to do that. You want to look at it like, no, <laughs> suffer. It's um, the time frame of all of this, because I think I used to think this stuff should take weeks or months or like a year. I used to think that there was like a set time, like what is healthy and what's not. But I think it's really honoring where you are. And this, what you're talking about can take years before you can be like, you know what? I'm really happy for that person. I really want them to have all the things that their heart desires, you know, but there's this, we live in this instant gratification world where we feel like these things have to happen snap. Otherwise, what does that say about me? Or what does that say about, um, you know, the work that I'm doing? So uh, I know Sherelle said something to me the other day about um, taking weeks before you could take a call in a, in a high vibration. And I just remember thinking, oh, I took one evening off of a call off of a conversation and I thought the next day I should be great, like ready to go. And I was not ready to go. So, okay. And when I, when I heard weeks, I was just like, oh, so it might take me weeks and weeks or months and months, but okay. Like take that time. Yeah. You know, there, there are different, there are different topics that get us riled up, you know? Um, you know, if it's, well, I wouldn't say different topic, but different, like if it's about infidelity, that might rile you up a little bit more than a messy house. You know what I mean? Like it, it really depends on what's happening. But I think more than anything, it's a practice because what we think about, right, when we say, well, we don't want to blame people. We think about the situation where somebody did something really grimy to us and we weren't able to respond in that in that way. But what what happens is if you're doing this stuff every day with every conversation that you have with everybody, it's going to be natural by the time you get to that place. Things are not going to escalate to that level because you're, you're so used to, you know, empowering people with your words and taking accountability for how you feel and, you know, and mastering yourself and doing this self-care ritual and and, and asking questions that come from curiosity instead of judgment. When you're doing this on a daily, daily basis, it's going to be a little bit harder for you to do something different. We try, we're trying to do it in a moment and we can't do it in the moment. In the moment, we just got to let, we got to do our best, you know, but we have to go back and, 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 and be, we got to do this every single day so that it becomes natural. Cause here's, okay. So here's the other thing is that, the people that get us pissed off the most are our partners and our family. You know, people who we we love and that we're vulnerable with. Like we get mad at because we're vulnerable with them, right? We 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 we've allowed them to be in this intimate space, and when they act up, it bothers you. It's normal. It's normal to be bothered by people who don't know what sets you off, and you know. So what's important? is to be able to manage your emotions, know what you need at the time, and, and allow them to set boundaries. But it takes time before they're with you, before they understand like, oh, and I'll give you an example, right? right? So <laughs> when Dawn gets mad, right? She's going to be so pissed that I said that. But when she, uh, when she gets mad, she sings. So <laughs> 
she sings. I don't know what this is about, right? <laughs> and it used to get me so upset. Like you walking around because it took. I took it as like I don't give. I don't give two shits. Like she's singing music. She's singing all this kind of stuff. But now, when she does that, now that I've been around her, I understand that's how she copes. You know what? She's trying to get herself in a high vibration. She's not trying to be angry with me. She's trying to. She's trying to get herself in a different place. So what I took as I don't really give two shits what you think and I'm a sing and whatever it really is. I'm nervous. I, I want this to work. I just don't know what to do right at this moment. So I just start singing so that I could get myself comfortable. So now, but that takes time. That takes time of getting around each other. And that took me to be curious and not to be judgmental. And And that was also for me focusing on myself and not, focus on what she's doing to me. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, there's like a clumsy feeling when you start focusing on yourself because it's like, oh, this is weird. I'm not used to doing this. Are people looking at me? Uh, am I going to, am I tripping? You, you know what I'm saying? So it's like um, knowing also that that's normal, you know, because it's so much easier when you're, when you're out here, like the accountability police, Hey, you did that wrong. You did that wrong. But when it's just you, it's, it's a little, it, it feels weird. But it's okay. Right. Yeah. And My I agree absolutely. with you. I, I do I do think it feels weird. It's kind of like, you know, I always talk about, you know, either a car or a bike, right? So when you, when we're riding the bike and we first started riding the bike, we had to have training <laughs> wheels. We were like, okay, where are the brakes? And everything felt really awkward. And now when you get on the bike, you just get on. You don't think about like, oh, I got to do all these things. So it feels very mechanical. And in the beginning, it is going to feel mechanical. It's going to feel weird. It's going to be like, no, but... They need to change, but really they don't need to change. You have to decide what you want to line up with and what your where your focus is and not stay on the road of what they're doing to you, but where you want to be. So what I was going to say is, because I wrote a little few notes down, you know, I think the way that we dismantle um, guilt, blame and revenge in our relationships is that, you know, we have to learn ourselves. And that is not something that, I, I mean, I was used to, and even when people were like self-love and self-care, I really didn't fucking understand what that meant. Excuse my French. I really didn't understand what that meant. How do you love yourself? I knew how to love somebody else, but I didn't know how to love myself. And now that I understand it, you know, it's really about just having positive feelings about myself all the time and to love myself unconditionally, no matter if I gain weight, you know, I put my hand through a windshield. <laughs> I curse somebody out. You know, I did some things that I wasn't proud of. Like I still have to love myself because I'm doing the best that I can and, and being able to manage my emotions. I, I just think growing up, you know, I just felt like emotions weren't important. They were just like, you know, I'll give you something to cry for, or, you know, you're, you, it doesn't mean anything. It, no, no one was talking about how are you feeling? How did this go? How do you get to the other side? Because they didn't know how to do that. So, you know, and so I think self-mastery, like self-love, self-care, self-awareness, all those things are important. And, and if we focus on that instead of fixing other people, we'll be in a better position. I think also just taking accountability for how we feel. You know, I couldn't separate what you were doing and my feelings because I felt like whatever you were doing was, was making me feel some type of way. So how is it not 
that you're not making me feel this way. But what I learned is that you're activating something that's already in me. You're not causing these feelings to happen. I'm already feeling insecure. I'm already feeling those things. So when you, you know, don't call me and I've been calling you for four hours and you don't call me back, you're activating my insecurity. It's not your fault. It's based on some other things because I've got some images in my head and I've got some fears and whatever. It's not your fault. However, that's a part of me. And you got to know I come with some insecurities. So you, you not that you have to do everything for me, but I want you to be mindful. Just like if I'm afraid of snakes, I don't want you to bring a snake in my house <laughs> because you got to know I'm afraid of snakes. Not telling me, no, look at the snake. It's fine. Like that's the, that's not going to help me get over my fear. So you got to nurture that part. But I have to take accountability for how I'm feeling. The snake, the snake is not making me scared. I just have decided that it's a it's something that's dangerous to me and I feel fearful. I think the other thing is it, it using empowering language. You know, we we a lot of times approach conversations with insecurity and with fear and with um, manipulation and it just puts somebody else in that position. They can feel like they're wrong, but they're where they are. And if we want to give ourselves compassion for where we are, we got to give people compassion for where they are. Um, it doesn't mean that they don't, they don't love us. Um, and then the last thing is, is curiosity instead of judgment. And I'm still working towards that too, because just because you ask the question doesn't mean you're really curious about it because it could be a sarcastic question, you know? And so it's important to me for, I got to remember as I'm talking to someone else that they are, un, they are not me, even though we've got a lot of things alike, they are not me. So however their behavior shows up, doesn't mean that they don't love me. It means that that's what they felt was right for them. But now that we're sharing a space and we're sharing lives, we've got to collaborate because I've got some things going on and you've got some things going on and we want each other to feel safe and vulnerable. So how do I ask the questions that um, doesn't feel like I'm judging you, but that I get I'm, I'm trying to learn you so that I can move in a different way about everything? I'm just like, it's all about that starting with the man in the mirror. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, that's my response to everything now, because it's really that's where it starts. And the more aware you are and the more um, the easier you are with yourself, the easier, more forgiving, more understanding, more compassionate, um, more available you are for everything else and everyone else. Uh, I love that. Standing there, we're connected. And as much as I might want to uh, reciprocate pain to people, I know that I'm going through anything emotional, it's, um, it's all about becoming aware of it, finding it, digging the root up, um, and working on it with my uh, most positive, higher consciousness. And in order for me, just in order for my soul to grow, because that's the most important thing to me. So learning that has helped me dismantle wanting to take revenge or use any type of tactics against others. I love it. I love it, ladies. I love it. I love you guys. And I think, you. you know, this is a way to get out. You know, we really just want to remove roadblocks for people. We know that guilt, shame and, and revenge 
is not helpful in a relationship. It doesn't help your communication. It doesn't help your love story. So we got to just figure out a way that we can focus on ourselves, get ourselves in a high vibration and, and give as much unconditional love as possible to ourselves and to the people that we say that we love. So yeah. bye bye. My joyful friends. That's our show. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe and leave a review. Share this episode with someone you think would get some value out of it. We look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. Bye-bye now.